Moolah Law is brought to you by the nonprofit credit counseling agency, Credit Canada, and by Home Equity Bank, provider of the CHIP reverse mortgage. Everyone's financial experience is unique. And that experience is informed by so many things, including gender, including culture. And we have talked about the gender dynamic many, many times on this show. But this next guest caught my eye because of the connection between gender and culture, in particular, the Arab culture, and in particular, Arab women. She's actually started a financial group therapy session for Arab women. Asil Elbaba is a financial therapist, founder, and CEO of Holistic Optical Wealth. Hello there. Hello, Bruce. Such a pleasure to be here. Welcome. Welcome. You started in traditional banking, traditional financial planning. Why did you decide to start this financial group therapy for Arab women? Great question. My last financial planning position was on Bay Street and I was managing a portfolio about $100 million. But what was common across all the different clients I saw, whether it was people barely making ends meet or people managing uh, you know, multi-million dollars, is that money was just not a rational topic. We had lots of emotional and complexity when it comes to this topic. And yet, as financial planners, we approach it with a very logical lens. So mm-hmm. I got very intrigued um, in trying to decipher the other components that really make up the bigger picture. And I did go back to school to pursue a psychotherapy degree as well to broaden this uh, approach and create a multidisciplinary uh, approach to it. And later realized that there's actually a financial therapy association that was founded in 2008 as a result of the market crash back then and, and the need for these new ways and new conversations, new spaces, so we can demystify and and create self-awareness around these topics beyond just understanding the logical tools we need to address it. You've highlighted uh, some of the themes that are resonant, both resonant and relevant for Arab women in particular. And one of them is this phrase, it's as if our money is not ours. What do you mean by that? Very great observation. Um, well, there's many layers to that, but uh, the the role women play in this culture is being the nurturer. The the women, mm. the expectation of sacrifice really falls onto women. So um, women also take on the family dynamic. It's like the she's the main take care. Like she's a person who takes care of the family primarily. So having said that, whenever the woman makes money, she feels like her kids first and then her husband and then her home. And then you have also the cultural expectation, charitable givings, Mm -hmm. especially because religion and um, certain uh, community aspects are very big in that uh, in that uh, part of the world. So after you factor all these things in from family to community, uh, you know, she puts herself last for the mm. most part. And these are some of the things we're starting to see when we look at it collectively. You referenced uh, the importance of giving or charity in um, in the Arab culture. What would you say are some of the downsides to that? Because at first blush, you think, oh my God, that's so great. Charity, yes. Thinking about the broader community, awesome. But that there are trade-offs. 
Yes. Anything, uh, it's very interesting to examine the intention behind anything we do. So when you're doing something out of fear or guilt or shame, it has a very different energy to it than if you're doing it from the spirit of abundance, from the spirit mm-hmm. of overflow. Um, so when when people sometimes give because they think money is evil or money is just you know something that's going to uh, disrupt your family or your values and you just want to get rid of it naturally that has very negative consequences associated with it because you you're constantly living in that scarcity and that creates a very um, unhealthy dynamic overall so it's just about examining the intentions behind your actions that also go a long way I, I don't have any idea of the statistics here, but I think it would be fair to say that some Arab women are here in Canada having fled trauma back at home. Absolutely. How does that factor into the conversation that you're having in these groups? There is studies to show that our ability to think about the future have a very big impact on the savings and investment strategies we embody today. Um, there's actually even data to show like every additional year we think about from a future uh, perspective, adds to the investment percentage we we put away. Now, trauma impacts our perception of the world. It impacts how we view not just our present, but also how we think about our future. So when you live in war or unstable environments or places where you just didn't have the capacity to think about the future, and there's many reasons to why that can be, it naturally impacts the way you you budget the way you spend, the way you think about these economical decisions that otherwise would have been very different in stable environments. What does financial group therapy look like? I mean, I have a framework for what group (laughs) therapy looks like, and there's tears, and maybe there's cookies and juice. I don't know. (laughs) What does this look like? Especially, I I expect that's it's a Zoom. Oh my goodness! What's the conversation that you have? It's so far the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. I started it back in March 2020. Ironically, uh, I didn't mean it to align with the COVID and the pandemic, but it did. And my first five group therapy were diverse in nature. Uh, Both the age and the backgrounds of participants was open. Um, But this was my first niche uh, experience about just uh, making it very specific to Arab women. And the, the group therapy experience is a combination of me sharing information and insight and scientifically backed data to bring awareness to this topic of financial therapy but the bigger portion is really the sharing the the shared experiences the storytelling and the -the on-the-spot coaching that this group gets get access to Um, but what's also cool about the way I've structured this is at the end of each session I give the individuals reflection prompts and workbooks to work on and assign them accountability partners so that they can really deepen the level of this work in between sessions so that session over session our ability to uncover even more things just deepen as time goes on you're looking ahead it's five years maybe 10 years into the future, and you look back and you celebrate the difference that you have made with these um, financial group therapy sessions for Arab women, what are some ways in which you would articulate the accomplishment that that has been? 
Oh my goodness. I'm so excited about the impact this work can really have on people's life because on an individual level, it's the ability to start having an empowered relationship with money, which naturally has ripple effect on many other areas in life. We become, when we are financially empowered and, and I'm not just talking about what's in our bank account, but having this healthy relationship with money, we will be better uh, contributors to society, whether it's the way we show up in the community, the way we show up to our families, the way we show up to our employers or our businesses, if we're entrepreneurs, it, it really has that ripple effect across the board. And, and that alleviates society as a whole. But I do see financial therapy as well, a tool for systemic change. So aside from that individual growth that or for the different families that I hope to impact, I see financial therapy as a tool for truth and reconciliation, equality and equity, um, diversity, diversity in the workforce. Like there's so many layers and topics that are very connected to this one theme. And that's the exciting thing about this topic and this career path mm-hmm. that I really chose and I'm trying to create yeah. myself here. It's amazing. Asil, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Bruce. Your time is valuable. And I really um, feel very honored to have shared my thoughts and my vision and mission with you today. It was great to have you here. Great to have you here. Asil Elbaba is a financial therapist. She is the founder and CEO of Holistic Optimal Wealth, and she is also the organizer of financial group therapy sessions specifically for Arab women.